0: So the other day, my older daughter came to me and asked how she could learn how to clean up after herself the way that I do, specifically when she's cooking. I was very touched because that level of self-awareness, that it's something that she aspired to do, but also recognized that she didn't quite know how to do yet, Uh, is exactly the level of self-awareness you need to be able to to do it, to, to clean up after yourself as you go. Because what it takes is sort of recognizing the pauses in the flow of things that you can use to expedite doing some other thing. And that all sounds pretty jargony, but basically it's you know, sometimes in the flow of your life, you don't have time to stop and do the other things that you can see would be nice to do, but other, at other moments, you do have natural pauses, and some of those natural pauses you can fill with doing work that will pay you back later on. Two good examples of this just happened for me, Not, neither one having to do with doing dishes. Last night I was closing in the chickens and I looked up at the blueberries and I wandered up thinking, well, you know, maybe there's some ripe blueberries. And sure enough, we have our first three or four ripe blueberries. And this is the first year that we have real quantities of blueberries, like enough for several meals. And, but I also noticed that the bindweed was starting to creep over pretty badly to the, to the blueberries. I'd already pulled it back several times, but um, we mulch our blueberries with the grass lying around it. I'd already done it once, and the bindweed was growing over the mulch, and so I could see that it was time. that At some point I would have to mow that to re-mulch and to cut back the bindweed, and as I was thinking that thought of, I really need to, you know, spend five minutes and mow this thing sometime, I thought, well, I'm right here right now. I've got the time. Let's just do it. So I walked down five feet to the hay mow, grabbed the scythe, and was doing it. And sure enough, five, ten minutes later, I was done. And now it's done, and it's good to go for another month. And and it was just ten minutes. It was ten timely minutes. It was the right time to do it. It was the right moment to do it. We've just had rain. It's okay to scythe without... We won't scorch the cut ends of the grass. They'll they'll grow back just fine. So everything lined up and I could see the moment for what it was. I had another moment like that this morning when I was out by the car to load something into it for my wife who was going to work. And I noticed that the weeds were getting pretty bad in the flower bed. We only have one flower bed really at our house. Uh, It's this triangular border right next to our driveway. And if we want flowers, we kind of put everything in there except for dahlias, which take more space. Um, and it's the type of flower gardening where you got to go in and weed every now and then to let the, the annuals that you sow have space to breathe. And I could tell that, the, you know, the annuals were doing fine, but underneath them was a lush crop of grasses and pigweed and, um, and sorrel and other things that go over the ground that I didn't want. And I just found myself pulling them, and then I just thought, you know, what the heck, let's just do it, and I spent half an hour yanking out every weed in that bed, every single weed, and it really helped that the bed was small, but um, it took me a solid half hour, I pulled out probably ten gallons of weeds from this one bed, but here I am walking the dogs, and I'm not sure what I would have done with that half an hour, but certainly wasn't as productive as weeding the flower bed, because I hit it at exactly the right time. Again, we've had rain, so the soil is soft, and the weeds pulled up easily, and they would have grown a ton if I hadn't pulled them up. And now the flowers that are there that had been competing with the weeds have room to grow, and they're going to go boom with all this rain that we just had. So the timing was perfect. And getting the timing perfect like that, in my experience, is usually just about seizing the opportunity. It's not about like timing like that, that relies on a whole bunch of other factors to sort of come together of you having an, uh, you know, having the right amount of rain to be able to do the thing that you want to do or having the right things sort of fall into line. You have the right materials. Like a lot of times things for me, when I seize the opportunity that have to do with building, it's because I happen to have the right building supplies left over from some other project on hand, and it's the right amount. And, oh, some interesting mushrooms. Wow, that's fascinating. And, and so, you know, I, I build the thing that I've been meaning to build because I happen to have some extras of these fasteners or I have just the right amount of boards lying around. And then the window of opportunity opens and I take it. And I think, at least for me, that's honestly the way my life works. There's, there's some bigger projects that I actually plan more for, but there is always some element of you get stuff done in the moment when you can, when the opportunity presents itself, And the common thread is that it wasn't my plan to spend the time doing that, but I didn't have anything more pressing to do with my time. Um, And most of us don't have... We have plenty of time in our days when there is nothing terribly pressing that needs to be done, right? And so you... Send the email while you're drinking your coffee because, hey, you're just drinking your coffee. Or you, you know, build the thing right after dinner because what else were you going to do right after dinner? Sit around for half an hour looking at your phone? Um, and it's developing that muscle, that habit of seizing those moments of opportunity that is probably at the core of my life and what I have been able to achieve. Uh, Because so much of what keeps my life ticking along are those moments of opportunity stacked on one another that I've seized and turned to some productive end. Um, Probably 75% of my gardening happens that way. It's not me setting aside a chunk of time and saying, and now I will garden. It's me... At dusk, out in the garden for some reason, and I start pulling weeds, or I decide to transplant this thing, or I decide to just run in and grab some seeds and sow something. That's how it happens. Um, It happens on the fringes. All of the things that keep life ticking along happen on the fringes of the plans you had otherwise made. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow.